people. But first, the closure of freight works has led to more than just job losses. Clarissa Hawes joins us to talk about the lawsuit facing the shuttered company now as well. Clarissa, thank you for joining us this morning. And let's talk a little bit about this. We got the news that FreightWorks was planning on closing down about a month and a half ago. And now we are seeing some employees come back and say, hey, maybe this was a little bit wrongful. What's going on with the lawsuit now? Sure. Um, there, there was an initial complaint that was filed, but it has since been amended um, to include another named representative as well as like 18 named plaintiffs in the, in the, in this case. And, and they they claim in their, in their complaint that, um, that, that, um, that, um, freight works did not pay them, um, for, um, you know, or notify them with, within 16, 60 days of an impending closure. Um, and this was, um, something that, um, they say, you know, the company said that due to unforeseen circumstances, they had no choice but to cease operations. And um, and and but yet the employees um, say that they, you know, were kind of, um, you know, said, you know, like they thought they were they would be able to get the, get these 60 days pay holiday pay, whatever, and all the things. And, and it never, never happened. And at the time, um, freight works didn't file of the closure on March 6th. They didn't file a, a warn notice until um, March 31st, like 20 some days after the, the shutdown was announced. Um, and they did so in in a in in the letter. It was like th that they didn't realize that the warn notice applied to them, or they didn't understand it. Um, but it was you know twenty some days after these employees um, were let go. And of course, when we're looking at what the employees are looking to stand on here from their legal perspective. Is this something that's going to be really tied to the state itself or something that's going to be federally mandated? It's going through federal court. So they're going for the for the federal Warren Act. And and while the state, you know, can, you know, tracks these and, and helps, you know, the the employees that were laid off or fired, you know, get new, you know, seek new jobs. Um, this one. Yeah, they're going federal. Um, on and and what's interesting in in this case is that the company is still operating. You know, like after these mass layoffs, um, you know, like people that are still with um, Freight Works and or you know, like talk to their drivers are saying that they never really ceased operations; that they just um, you know continued to operate on a much smaller scale than previously done. And so from like 140 drivers down to about um, 25 on their MCS 150 form that they filed um, about a month ago, um, they, yeah, they had downsized the number of employees. So the delivery of the news to the FreightWorks employees was interesting in and of itself because the news came in form of a video message, right? And we you typically don't see that. It's normally that written notice or the email that comes from your supervisor. 
And we saw this in the video message. Does the messaging of this in that format give the employees any leg to stand on just because it's unusual and maybe even a little informal? I, I think, well, it's, you know, it all depends on, on, you know, the, you know, the judge and everything, but, you know, like it's, yeah. How, you know, the video message, I mean, it, there's a lot that was said there, like ending, ceasing, you know, operations, like, you know, we can no longer continue, um, you know, in that video memo and then, it, or message. And then it was followed up with a memo, you know, you know, right after that, for those that may not have got the video that it was, um, you know, like, yeah, it, we're sorry, but, you know, we're being forced to close. And so that, that, yeah, so employees thought, okay, it's over, but, you know, it appears their freight brokerage is continuing. And, um, you know, so the, uh, the, the unwinding or the wind down of this company, it, you know, it's kind of, like resurrecting, you know, like it's, you know, like from what I, what I've heard from former drivers and some that are still with the company. And Clarissa, staying on that topic, um, you mentioned that there was an update to their MCS 150 form. Can you tell us about that? Sure. Um, They still listed the number of power units as 158 um, and, but that they lowered the number of drivers to 25 which is down from 140 that they that they had on their on their file. And what is interesting is that, you know, a few days after it, the company, you know, announced the closure and layoffs of um, the employees, um, they they updated it that that time, too, and included the same number of drivers you know, the, uh, the 140 drivers and the 68 power units. So it's interesting how, how all of this, you know, it, yeah, they're, they're saying that they're collecting equipment, you know, that's scattered all over the country. And then they're going to be bringing it, you know, back to secured lots, but, um, you know, they're also picking up backhauls and things. So Clarissa, one of the other interesting things about this was that Social media was kind of a buzz with this because they were one of the bigger companies that had succumbed to that freight downturn. And with that, of course, we saw the disgruntled employees. We saw people now trying to find new jobs very quickly on sites like LinkedIn. But what is it that these employees are actually seeking with this lawsuit? It's 20 total plaintiffs. You're in class action side of things now. What are they looking at? Just money for damages or something else? Well, they're looking, you know, for what the federal standard is. It's like 60 days pay, you know, you know, salary or, or bonuses, you know, their vacation days to be paid. Um, and as well as, you know, any, um, you know, you know, days off that they're owed. You know, they just want to be paid, you know, like 60 days wages plus, you know, what what they are owed. And then there's also some ERISA, um, you know, claims about benefits, you know, in in this WARN Act, which I um, wasn't able to track down yesterday. But they're also, you know, like their medical bills that like their medical ceased operation on the same day that it closed, the company closed, 
but they still have outstanding bills and things that, you know, that they want paid. Understandable. Well, Clarissa, thank you for bringing us this news and we'll continue to watch it as it develops. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. And you can follow her up on FreightWaves.com for more updates to these stories. Right now, we're going to hand things over to Tony Mulvey. He's here for our first carrier update of the morning.